the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't but come say, yeah, Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. 1 Samuel chapter 30, very interesting scripture. This was at the tail end. This was basically towards the end of the life of King Saul. And David was close to being made the king. David was still relying on the Lord. Not relying on his own power to take the position to become the king. He was already anointed king. But he did not want to manipulate situations and manipulate life so that he will become the king. We always have to remember that. Yes, please remember that all the time. Yes, but you might have heard the word of the Lord. You might have heard the Lord saying to you, this is what is going to happen. This is what you're going to experience. This is what I'm going to give you. Hallelujah. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to make it happen. You don't have to twist hands. Let God do it. Let God do it. And David allowed God to do it. Now, in chapter 30 of 4 Samuel, from verse 3, So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, born with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of Nerber, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Verse 6. Now David was greatly distressed, discouraged, disillusioned, cast down. For the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and his daughters. Wow, what a situation. This, you know, we're talking of 600 men. 600 men, their wives and children and property taken by the Amalekites. And they had been traveling for two days from the camp of the Philistines. And they came to Ziglag to meet what happened to their family or to their families. Wow. When they came there and saw what happened, that their things, their people, their families had been taken captive. They wept. They wept 
until they had no more power to weep. Wow. Big men, strong men, crying, weeping so badly that they lost strength to even weep. And the people, the 600 men were about to stone David. How many of these people had been with David for many years now? But they came as weak men. They came as discouraged men. But now their lives have been better. And the one that they trusted, the one that they had a relationship with for many years, they were so distressed that they wanted to. They felt like stoning him. And David didn't know what to do. David could not even turn to them. David could not ask them. In the past, he would ask them, what do you think we should do? What do you think we should do? And they will advise him. And he will, no, he will listen to their advice and take to their advice. But in this case, he could not even ask them. Hallelujah. There will be times in your life when there will be nobody to ask. When you are on your own, what would you do? In the middle of the night, what will you do? The scripture says, but David strengthened himself in his God. In the Lord is God. The last part of verse 6. But David strengthened himself in the Lord is God. And verse 7 says, Then David said to Abiathar the priest and Haimelech's son, Please bring the effort here to me. And Abiathar brought the effort to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue these people? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Wow. I don't know how many of us will care to ask God to say, what should I do? I'll be like, oh, so what, what should you do? What should you do? Will you just do nothing? Let's, let's begin to run. Let's begin to run. Many of us will run out of emotion. We'll run out of our own feeling. We'll begin to run. We'll begin to run all around, not even knowing where to go. But David asked the Lord, what should I do? Should I pursue these people? Because even if you're going to pursue them, how are you going to know where they went? But if you're going to rely on your intelligence, on your experience, on your frustration, on your emotion, on your feelings, you're going to just begin to run. You're not going to listen to anybody. Oh, lest I wait. No, if I wait any further, if I wait any more minute, no, I will not be able to find them. Before they kill them, let me just run. You begin to run without asking. Many times we do that. You need to calm down and ask the Lord. If you don't know the way forward, look upward. And David looked upward here. David asked the Lord. And the Lord answered him and said, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So David began to go. He began to run. Now, even interestingly, the kind of situation happening here, this situation here, you you can even imagine what his relationship with the 600 men was like. What was his relationship with them at this time? How will he convince them? How will he talk to them and convince them to pursue these people? But God must have given him the strength and the courage and the words to use. And God must have touched the hearts of those people, 600 men, to say, okay, let's go. So his relationships with them did not crumble. He maintained good relationship with them, even though it was a time of crisis. Hallelujah. There are relationships that we need to keep in times of crisis. The devil will want to scatter your relationships in time of crisis, but don't let those relationships that matter to you disappear. Let the relationships that God 
has placed in your life to be maintained. Let God maintain them for you in times of crisis. David was able to maintain his relationships with these 600 men. And he asked them, okay, let us go together. Let's run after them. So they began to run after them. But you see what happened? During their pursuit of the Amalekites, 200 of them got tired on the way. And they left them to keep their things. They left them by the brook Bezo. And the 400 continue to pursue. Many times in life, we, we, we are in the company of others and they don't have the same strength as us. Let's be careful, you know, that we don't begin to look at ourselves as being, oh, stronger, more powerful, more knowledgeable and all of that and look down on the rest of the people. So the 400 continued. And you see, because of the prayers of David, the Lord directed them so that they could meet or they could see a man that would show them the way. That's why we pray. Amen. If they didn't pray, probably they would not have gone in the way that they would meet this man. And they would have wasted their time. But because they prayed, because David prayed, the Lord directed him. If you will pray, the Lord will guide you. The Lord will lead you. This God is our God and is our guide unto the end, the scripture says. Psalm 48, the last verse, I believe, you know, for this God is our God and is our guide unto the end. It's not just your God, it's your guide, it's your leader. Hallelujah. It's your pilot. Amen. It's your driver. It's your direction. It's your director. It will lead you to the end. So the Lord led them to this Egyptian and this was the man that showed them the way. Many times we need direction. To restoration. Direction to restoration. Amen. David did not go alone. He went with the 600. You know. Restoration is of many. Not of one person. And uh, David pursued them. And uh, they found these people. And David with all the people. They were able to rescue. Or they were able to recover all. That the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his uh, wives and children. Amen. Now, if you, if, when you read this, what you will keep, keep hearing or keep seeing is David, 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 David recovered all, David recovered all, and David pursued them. And you begin to think, oh, was it David that did it all by himself? No? Was it David that did it all by himself? No. Amen. Hallelujah. David did not do it all by himself. He did it in the company of others. We need good relationships. We need good relationships to make it in difficult times. God forbid you are sick. You go to the hospital. They will ask you, do you have any support systems? Any support for you? Any social support? Any support? They will be asking. And some people do not have any support. They don't have any support. They don't have anybody. And so it's difficult for them to get things done. It's difficult for them to come out of crisis because there is no help. But may the Lord give you good relationships in times of crisis. If there is any time to have good relationships, this is the time. The time to have good relationships is such a time as this. Because those good relationships will be social support, spiritual support for you to help you stay strong. And David had good supports. Here, 
Even though it was being said, David did this, David did that, David did this. David himself knew that he was not the only one. And you will actually see that in verse 21. Hallelujah. Now David came to the 200 men who had been so weary that they could not follow David. Whom they also had made to stay at the brook Bissau. So they went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless men of those who went with David answered and said, Because they did not go with us, we are not going to give them any of the spoil, except for them to just take their families and go. Wow. Now, see the wisdom of God. See the attitude of humility in David. The people said, these 200 people that did not go with us, no, they're not going to share in the victory. They're not going to share in the spoil. David said, no, it must not be so. In fact, you will even see the way that David met them. The scriptures say, and they came near to David. And when they came near to him, he greeted them. He greeted them. Amen. I mean, you can imagine that the 400 people did not even greet them. But David greeted them. David respected them. Even though they did not go out with them to the battle. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.